This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms and opportunities for business women to be seen and heard. This platform is for the women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses for you to grow your knowledge. Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. These are the platforms to hear and share the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast and today I am thrilled and excited, I really am, because I'm going to be interviewed by Gillian Jones-Williams from Emerge UK. So today I first of all need to tell you that my name is Trudy Simmons, my business is the Daisy Chain Group and I am a clarity and productivity business coach for women entrepreneurs but I also build platforms for business women to be seen and heard in safe environments that they feel like they can be the whole of themselves. So Gillian you've read my chapter, thank you so much for doing that and I look forward to your questions. Wow, what a great introduction. And yes, Trudy, the choice is yours, your latest chapter. I love that title. And I gotta be honest, I cannot believe that this is our fourth interview. And from nothing, we're going to your fourth book. What an incredible journey yeah. you have been through, haven't you? Yes, and I've loved every second of it, honestly. And, and the stories in all of the books are absolutely amazing, um, including this one. Everyone's so different. But let's talk about your chapter, because it resonated um, a lot with me about choice and focus. Um, but you start your chapter talking about being miserable. Now, yeah. truly, all of us who know you cannot imagine you being miserable. So tell us why you were feeling that way at the time. Um. I, I, it was weird when I came to write the chapter I thought I was thinking about how I'd come up with this um with clarity direction and focus and making choices and I realized that I started in an absolute place of misery and that's how a lot of us start thinking that we need to or we can make changes and when I was that miserable I, it was because I had so many choices and decisions that I could make and I wasn't at that stage willing to make any of them I think I was so stuck in being stuck and I didn't know what I wanted I hadn't made any decisions so I was just working all the time towards something that I didn't know I was aiming for and in that there was just that feeling in the pit of my stomach of this isn't what I want this doesn't make any sense this isn't what I'm what I want to be working this hard for and it felt miserable and there's sometimes that I go into networking events and I do this funny thing where you can turn up to people and you can go hi this is a really good day and it's all in your voice about how you portray and communicate with people and that's just never going to be me so when I realized that I was literally stuck in this state of misery I thought right Put on your daisy top, get your daisy perfume on um, and, and find your shine so you can get out of this because you've got to make decisions at that point. 
I, I so love that. And that's so very, very true. And I think a lot of the listeners will really resonate with that feeling of feeling so stuck mm. that you just don't know how to pull yourself out of it and to to really move forward. And it's it's kind of quite frightening sometimes, isn't it? Because it feels like it's it's eternal and as you say if you're putting on your face and your voice and you're going out and doing it you're not being your authentic self Mm, yeah absolutely and it's 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 that line in between of faking it till you make it and feeling it because it's right and when I made that decision that I didn't want to sit in misery my way of doing that is to communicate with people in a way that makes me happy and that's and that then makes me feel happy so then you just the wheels start turning the motivation comes back it's 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 a, a cycle that we go through that's so true and i think that's why the the title the truth is yours is so important um because sometimes we don't believe that we are choosing our own behavior or we have the option of choosing our own behavior mm-hmm. and i think when that belief happens that's when the magic starts isn't it when i believe i'm in control of choosing how i feel absolutely very important yes <laughs> so you really have um got this wonderful happiness formula haven't you and the happiness formula is around clarity direction and focus now i, I know that in your business you use that to help other business women so how do you apply that well i think that the way that i found it was because when you when you go back and you look at what you've done in your corporate careers what you've done in your life there's always going to be some <clears throat> sorry some formula that you follow or some way that you know works for you and when i looked back at my corporate career what i saw was that in managing teams in getting things done i would first need to very much see what the clarity is of what we're aiming for I could then work out what the direction was that we were taking. And then it was just about focusing me and my team on getting things done in a way that would build us towards that clarity and direction. But it's about working out. And I, you know, I love a formula. I love seeing (laughs) the steps, but at the same time, it is about finding the formulas that work for you. So I kind of call this my happiness formula because if I know that I'm happy, then I can get anything done if I because happiness to me is about motivation and enthusiasm and passion and when you've got those feelings behind what you're working towards then it gives you a lot more oomph to be able to go out and do it so it was important for my analytical productive straight talking brain to also find that part of me that is is that that happiness factor of saying this is what I love doing and this is how I'm going to get it done. And that's how I now help other people um, is, is to be able to say, this is great. You can take these 15 steps to get to where you want to get to. But is it what you want? Does this make you feel shiny? Does this make you feel happy in, in, in that outcome? And it's when we ask ourselves those questions or we it's, I think it's more when we get asked those questions yes. that those little gates start opening and the 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 fall down of oh crikey this is there's some point in this that doesn't make me happy and that's where the gold is of building on the solid foundation do you know that's so true isn't it um that you know not having that clarity 
It just affects everything because I believe that the opportunities are all out there, but until you know exactly what you want, they don't present themselves, do mm, they? Absolutely. And I love the bit you said about straight talking. I mean, that really comes through in the chapter. And I know, Trudy, I've been on the receiving end of your wonderful straight talking because sometimes we need that, don't we? We're just stuck in this kind of, I call it a fur-lined rut sometimes. Mm. And we think, oh, I don't want to get out of my comfort zone. And then someone comes and pokes and prods us a bit, like you do, um, which is fantastic. Um, but also I noticed in your book that you poke and prod yourself and you're quite straight talking to yourself mm. yeah and I think if you can't work out how to manage yourself in a way or you can't work out who you need to be able to do that for yourself then how can you look at the bigger issues the bigger decisions the bigger choices that's a to me that's about taking personal responsibility as much as taking responsibility for your business and whether your business is doing really well not doing really well um, whether you're looking at what you need to do next, if you're not open and willing to take some form of responsibility for what that is and what you want to get to, it's very hard to be able to work out what the future looks like. So personal responsibility at all times. That's so true. Isn't it? It's like that vision for yourself mm. of where you're going. Um, like, you know, any big business has, and, and then kind of the clarity of those steps of how I will get there. Yeah, but if you're not, I am not going to tell you what your vision is. Yeah. That's not anybody's role in your life yes. to tell you what your vision is for what you want. But we, especially as women entrepreneurs, find it hard when the question is, what do you want? Mm -hmm. And as I said in the chapter, the first uh, phrase that comes to mind is, I don't know. But if you don't know that, my lovelies, is where we need to start, because once you know, anything can happen. <gasps> Potential! So true, so true. And I think that sometimes, for women particularly, they don't know, um, because they've got so many other things going on, mm. that they're almost afraid of if they say, well, actually, I do know, and they have to activate it, how will they fit it in? And that's where I think your clarity and direction to help people prioritise is so important, isn't it? Yeah, uh, work out what they want. But also it, that time factor is about making it work for you. So if if you're working with a business coach, if you're doing this for yourself, it's not about saying, oh, my goodness, I now know what I want. I want it done in the next week when you've only got five productive hours in a week. So work out what you can realistically do that you can achieve it. So you have now um, put together four books in the Shine New Crazy Daisy series, and that means you have listened to and interviewed um, somewhere in the region of 120 businesswomen. What have you learned from listening to their stories? Mm. This has become so much bigger and better than I ever imagined, and to have had the honest privilege of listening and reading some of these stories and going back to people and saying, crikey, I've known you for four years. I didn't know this about you. Um, or, or finding new people that I've never heard of that have heard about the book and want to be involved. But at the core of all of these chapters, of all of these businesswomen, is that we are, in effect, 
all the same in that we are all struggling with things at different levels and in different ways um, of imposter syndrome, comparisonitis, um, wanting to find our tribe, wanting to find the right support for us, reaching out to people, um, getting rejected, hearing all the no's, getting that one yes. We're at the core, we are fighting for the same outcome of knowing that we want something bigger and knowing that we can do it, we just need to find the right environment to shine. And that has been the biggest privilege. I've interviewed some really big, uh, big people that are around the, the in different businesses. Sorry, but they, and then there's some really small businesses that have been in there. But nobody's saying anything different other than trust yourself, find your tribe, learn how you work and what works for you. It's um, it is amazing, isn't it? And I agree with you from my coaching. I hear that from people all the time. We always think that we're the only person who is struggling, either physically struggling with our business or struggling mm. internally with limiting beliefs. And when you listen to other people and find that, it's so important. Yeah. So from all that, is there like one lesson you've learned that every entrepreneur should know? And, and, and what would that be? I, from writing this chapter, and I'm, I think that over the last six months of writing these books, I, I, I've, I've changed my approach to a couple of things. And I think find your happy. <laughs> find where you shine. As you said, trademark that. Yes, <laughs> did I, I did. Find, find your happy. happy. Find where you shine. Feel that feeling of when you feel happy what are you doing at that point, whatever it is in your life, and then see if you can bring that into your business. That is honestly what happened to me 10 years ago, is I had a business coach, and she asked me lots of questions. I'd forgotten this bit of it until you just said that. But she said, what makes you happy? And I said, being silly, um, entertaining people. And she said, bring that into your business. And there's me, my stiff upper lip. I'm very English. What are you talking about? I can't be silly. I can't be myself in front of people. What are you talking about, woman? And then I thought, okay. She said, go and wear tutus. I was like, wait, do you know me? Do you see me at home? <laughs> and is that... <laughs> yeah, she did. She said, she honestly said, sing, dance, wear tutus, be the whole of yourself in your business. And in doing that, I built a big event from that, the spectacular um, business conference, business symposium, uh, where I literally did a lip sync battle dressed as Beyonce. Uh, and everybody laughed totally at me. And but the vibe in that room and the way that people were then, that was amazing. Let's do business. It was phenomenal. Find your happy, find where you shine. That is so wonderful, I think. Um, and we could talk all day, but I know we need to keep this time. Um, so final question, which I know you ask everybody as well. What's your favourite piece of software for your business? So I thought I'd go left to field with this one and think, find the device that suits your needs. If I, and I've travelled around the world in the last 10, 12 years of having my business, um, and all that I've needed is my iPhone and my Mac. If I've got those two things, then I can run my business anywhere. Lots of people prefer PCs. They like different phones. Whatever works for you, but find the devices that give you the ability to run your business wherever you want to. So you can go and sit in a cafe or you can sit on a beach. Up to you. 
I think a great piece of advice and as always in this interviews, um, Trudy, you are a true inspiration um, to everybody. You really are. And uh, me in particular. And um, for all of those women who've had the um, privilege of being able to work with you on these books, and I know how much they've loved it, mm -hmm. um, very much in awe of what you have done and wish you every success with book form. Thank you so much. I am beyond excited to get this one out and, uh, and then start on the next one. Ah! <laughs> Thank you, Gillian. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. If you're a businesswoman looking for that community that will support you and lift you up, come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration and monthly masterclasses to grow your knowledge. Go to the daisychaingroup.com for more information. And for even more inspiration, please go to the link under this video and get your copy of the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world.